morning, everyone. Welcome to Avon Bible Church and welcome to our communion time. This is a time that we want to want God to specially descend among us to cleanse us and to fill us. And uh, to prepare for that, we need to confess our sins. So give God a moment of silence. Holy God of heaven, our creator, our king, our judge, our redeemer, and our father, we come to you with awe about your greatness and with thankfulness of your goodness. We thank you for choosing us before the foundation of the world to be today redeemed believing and being sanctified as a bride of Christ in the church. And we thank you most of all for the redemption done by your eternal son, your word, the logic behind all, the logos. For you send him into this world that you created together. You made him a man, a man who lived a sinless life, the only God-man who was able to do so, therefore did not deserve to die. But he willingly obeyed your will to die for our sins. And because of the work of the Holy Spirit whom you sent to inspire us to faith, we now believed and have received the benefit of Christ's redemption. We are now declared sinless before you, the Holy God. While we are in actuality not yet totally sanctified yet, but you have called us saints, and then we are holy in position and not yet in practicality. While this is being done through our life as a practice of sanctification, we know we still fall short sometimes with our mind, with our thought, with our words and actions, for any of those that have conflict with your holy character, we come to you to confess, to tell you that we are sorry for those happenings, and we pray that you have used our revived conscience by the Holy Spirit to remind us, to sting us in the time before we fall, and prevented us from actual falling, and then if we have, to bring us back to true remorse and to repentance, to change, to come back to the path of uh, sanctification, to being changed, to be more like Christ. We pray that the standard in the in uh, externally in the law and uh, internally as in the Beatitudes are being applied to us and being made new uh, every day to be like Christ. And we pray that this is the reality that you set not only as the goal, but by your power, it will become the reality now, day by day, and finally, ultimately, fully at the second coming of Christ. We pray in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. Please distribute the elements.
in our um, series for this, uh, uh, what we call them, uh, devotional, okay, communion devotionals. We have been reviewing Christ in the book of Isaiah. We found a rich uh, mine of information provided, on prophecies on who the Christ will be and what will he do. And today we are reading from Isaiah 63, verses 1 through 6. This is the fourth song of um, Messiah. We know that uh, Isaiah has a, a structure, a geometric structure, and he has four songs of the servant, four supplements for the songs of servant, four songs of Messiah, and four um, odes of Zion. Okay? And uh, they fit the four images of the cherub, cherub, and it fits the images of Christ in the four Gospels. Okay, so today we are reading the fourth song of Messiah, 63, 1 through 6. It's about the completion of the task assigned to the Messiah. 63, 1. Who is this who comes from Edom with garments of glowing colors from Basra? This one who is majestic in his apparel, marching in the greatness of his strength. It is I who speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Why is your apparel red and your garments like the one who treads in the wine press? I have trodden the wine through alone, wine trough alone and from the people there was no man with me i also trod them in my anger and trampled them in my wrath and their life blood is sprinkled on my garments and i stained all my raiment for the day of vengeance was in my heart and my year of redemption has come i looked and there was no one to help and i was astonished and there was no one to uphold so my own arm brought salvation to me, and my wrath upheld me. I trod down the peoples in my anger and made them drunk in my wrath, and I poured out their lifeblood on the earth. This is no longer the image of Christ the Redeemer. This is Christ the Conqueror. Okay. At the first coming of Christ, he fulfilled his religious duties, as the priest, even the sacrifice, and also the prophet. But he has civil duties as the judge and the king, which he will fulfill at his second coming. Okay. All the people who have ignored the gospel and all the people who have rejected Christ during the age of grace and who live at the end time, those people shall receive his judgment, his wrath, as the arm of God at the time of judgment. Yes, blood will be shed. According to Revelation, it will be as high as the horses, bridle, 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 okay? And that will be about three feet high at least. That will be terrible time. Yes, it will be a just punishment for the people at that time deserve it. God would never do anything unjust. 
But before the judgment, God gave a long, two millennia long time of age of grace. He is preaching the gospel through the Bible, through the prophets, through his servants in the church, and through every believer who has a heart for the love of souls which carry the image of God, be they believer or not, saved or lost. Okay, Everyone who have a love for souls have done their best to preach the gospel in their realm of influence. And when the time is ripe, no one is among the elect. They have all been saved. And all who lived are deserving the judgment. And that's when the Messiah comes to do, to fulfill his role, his civil role, as the judge and king and as the conqueror. Christ is both the Redeemer and the Conqueror. We shall seek the Lord when He can be found. That's in the age of grace. Don't delay. Don't um, be procrastinators for all you miss is the joy of receiving the love and relationship with the one who loves you enough to give you His life. Can anything better be expected? Nothing. Christ gave us all. It's our duty to receive and give him our all. And uh, do our best to save souls before the time of judgment comes. And it seems we are nearing that date. So hurry up. If as we gather together today to remember that we have been changed from sinners to saints, from lost to found, okay? from confused to wise. And all is this done, all of these are done by Christ Jesus, who is God. He became man. He lived a, a sinless life who didn't deserve death, but he received the worst kind of death on the cross because of his obedience to the Father and love for us. So as we take these elements, remember his sacrifice in the bread. It's representing his sinless life. The, the unleavened bread represents a sinless life. He willingly had it broken for us. It's because of his sacrifice, his suffering, that we are spared of the eternal suffering in hell. We ought to be grateful. And uh, when we take this drink, remember his blood shed for us, which is his love covering for us. It is like a raiment of light covering us from God's wrath. It reflects us back. Okay? And we are safe in Christ Jesus from God's wrath. We will never go through it. We are promised to be raptured before the time of tribulation. And that's called blessed hope. We do not all live to that time, but those who are Lucky, I guess I reluctantly say the word, enough to live to that time, they do not have to go through death. The, the church who has the Holy Spirit in the body, each individual, no matter how much sanctified they are, some more than others, they are all raptured to have glorified body. And we, if we die before then, we will all be resurrected to have the glorified body. The same as Christ had after his resurrection. And we shall be with our Lord 
uniting in the cloud and will be with him forever. And it will never change. We can learn about him now more and more through the reading of the Bible and conform us to his character so that when we meet him, we will be in agreement, not in conflict. And we pray that you call us faithful. And if we are, it will be by his power and for his glory. Let's remember Christ. The body of Christ was taken for was broken for us on the cross. We take this bread in remembrance of him. And the blood of Christ was shed for us. We drink this in remembrance of him. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for coming into this world to revealing to reveal us the truth about who God is, the triune God, the holy God, the loving God, and the just God. And thank you for coming into this world to die for our sins, to pay for the penalty that we are deserved to take, and on our behalf, and on your body. And by giving up your physical life, which is an unjust death, but you paid for our sins, and we who now believe in you and under your covering, we are now free from our debts to God, for you have paid it. And we have been joined with you, and you are sharing your righteousness, which is an asset with us for the eternity to come. You also give us the estate of God, to uh, the kingdom of God, to inherit and manage forever together with you. And all of this is your love and grace, undeserving for us, but we are grateful that you gave yourself to us. And we now believe and give ourselves to you. We pray that by our willingness to learn about you, to conform our characters to your character, and to be transformed by the Holy Spirit, we pray at the time of your coming, you shall praise us as faithful, not unfaithful. And if we receive such praise, we'll give glory and the crown back to you. It's in your name we pray.